Hey guys, we're back with another episode. We're back with another episode. We're, we're back. back with we're another episode. Guess who's back? We're back, back in the building. The oh bounce is God. back. The girls are back. I'm we done. is back. Back, but back. Nah, hi guys. And Corona's not over, but we, we together though. We good. We good. We good over here. We good on these sides. Okay. Hi guys. What's, what's going up? on? What's popping? What's going on? It's been a minute. I know. We it's missed your girl you. Osa. And it's your idiot. And this is just winging it. It's been forever. Oh it my has God. been a minute, bro. Life has been happening, you know. And it. Things are going in. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of, I can't wait for. um. What? Oh, Top Boy. Bro. Yeah. Actually, it comes out September 12th. The 13th. No? I think the 13th. Whatever day is coming out soon. That's I'll, be, so I'll be there. I'll yes. be there. Yes. I'm so excited. Was, but I'm talking like, what's new with you? Like, girl, like. Well, no. What's, what's new with you? You know the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, what, what needs to be new with me is the six hundred dollars <laughs> from where? Oh, the stimulus. Wait, is it the stimulus? No, the uh, unemployment. Oh. That's what they need to get. That's what they need to to get to get together. Oh, girl. Fix it, Jesus. But no, on a serious. I note, need that too. Word, like I'm gonna hold you. That extra six hundred dollars, nice. You know, you know, I'm not gonna hold <laughs> that I didn't listen to niggas, and I actually qualified for unemployment, mm. and I missed out on all the Don Julio, <laughs> the forty two, the forty, 40 the Casamigos. Like I was definitely struggling. Like <gasps> niggas was living a best life, and Son. I'm just sitting there. But you know, we good. No, niggas was living a best life, but also not being smart. Yeah, that too. Because once they took that six hours away, it was like... It was over, you know? Them 13 weeks... I mean, it lasted nicely and stuff, but it's like... Again, this boils down to, like, financial responsibility and how Facts. you manage your money. And, yeah. you know... And you, I don't want to be that person to be like, oh, this is what you should be doing with your mm-hmm. money. But... But we're also in a pandemic and you're also unemployed. So, mm-hmm. you know, priorities. But yeah. to each their own. Um, but like we said, we're still in the pandemic. We're still... Thank God we're healthy. We're alive. We're yes. strong. Yes. Um, we're blessed. Um, Amen. We, we here, you know, it's been a minute. We got to take a little hi- hiatus. Life happens and all that jazz. But yes, speaking of life, let's jump into um, it. We would like to first start off with rest in peace to Chadwick. Mm. Why are we always start an episode like that? Is it Bozeman? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chadwick Bozeman. Oh, um, so sad. My Wakanda king. Rest in peace, my brother. But on a serious note, um, yeah, rest in peace. Like it, that news came as a big shock. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah. You know, I mean, and this boils down to the conversation of like, are we entitled to the lot? Are we entitled to access to other people's lives and other people's lives? You know, you know, it's crazy. Like, God forgive me. But when that when that when he posted that video a couple months ago, I was like, hmm, this don't look like it's for no role. Hmm. I think me and you were talking through DM about that. Mm -hmm. And we were just like, he looks like really sick. You know what I mean? Like, he actually looks sick. Like, he doesn't look like he did this on purpose. Yeah. And the stuff that... The memes that people were making, it wasn't funny to me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like... I don't know. Like, it was just very sad. Like, it yeah. was just very sad to watch. But then to find out that he was actually suffering for four years and still grinding and still putting his best foot forward. Stage four, right? He had stage four colon cancer. Like he even tried, like you know what I mean, like 
God rest his soul. It's, it's sad. It's sad. But um, you were saying about having access. Um, you know, but we live in a world of social media where yeah. people feel like you got to post every fucking thing that you go through. Mm-hmm. And people have to understand that <clears throat> sometimes you don't. You don't want to share with like the people who know know. That's it. Like the people who, who need to know to know, right. know. Like just know that one, he didn't die in vain. He mm. didn't die by himself. Mm. Um, the only thing that he did do was not die fighting through social media. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Or like not living his life. Or not the living fullest. through yeah, like give people just just let people live their life. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We're we're just too used to to access to mm-hmm. everyone, not even just celebrities, mm-hmm. to everyone. Like you got to know when people are, you know, they're having kids, when their relationships are fucked up. You got to mm-hmm. know shit, if their house is going through foreclosure. Mm-hmm. Like, you got, you must know everything. Yeah. And that's, and I, and I call that Facebook culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Facebook is like when you, like, if you're, if oh, you're if going you're Facebook, through it. You know you'll be sharing some things You're going there. through <laughs> it and you're just like literally recanting your entire experience throughout it's the day. It's your diary, your journal. And, it's, <laughs> and to me, like, to each their own, but that's just not how I give it up. Yeah. I agree. Um... Like you said, we do live in a very small world now where everyone feels entitled to know everything about your life and et cetera, et cetera. But one thing I would say about like Chadwick Boseman, like to me, if anything, I feel like he has become more of an inspiration to me. Um, I knew who he was from, what's that, Thurgood Marshall movie, I think Mm -hmm. it was. And I was like, oh, he's a good actor, like a handsome, you know, handsome brother. And then Black Panther came out, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, my African king, you know, et cetera. But like all in all, it was just like, even through, I'm sure, chemo, pain, being hmm. tired, weakness, all that stuff, like, he still did what he wanted to do, and he did it well. He did it exceptionally well. Like, he had mad roles. He did the James Brown. Mm-hmm. He did all the roles. I've never seen any of those besides uh, Black Panther. Black Panther, sorry. But, no, it's fine, but, like, all in all, like, just to be in that be in that sort of position and still be able to do what you want to do, like, mm-hmm. that is commendable. That is inspirational, and that's, like... Someone who's, thank God, thank you, God, who is healthy, like, I have no excuse. Mm. And I'm not trying to do, like, the we sleep when we die type of mentality, but it's more so just living your life to the fullest and living the life that you want, mm. you know, regardless of whatever is going around in your in your life or around you. And we do not need to have access into that. People are like, oh, I can understand the, some arguments of, like, we need to, um, you know... We need more advocates for certain things because you don't, you know, people are also going through this. They kind of need like someone as a comfort, but it's also a private matter. And he was an advocate life. in his own right, though, dealing yeah. with kids that had cancer. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things, though, like yeah. that he subconsciously was, I don't want to say he was subconsciously telling us, but it was mm-hmm. subconsciously something that he was, well, no, it was something publicly he was fighting, fighting mm-hmm. for. Yeah. I mean, but also celebrities do a lot of charitable work, you know, PR yeah. and stuff. So it could have been a mix of, well, from us looking, from us out from the outside, it could have looked more so like PR. But from him, from it's him like, it was like that's this really is my life. I'm like I'm going yep. through this as well. Like I can relate to this child and that's on this mm-hmm. bed or this person, you know. But you gotta let people live their lives, and we don't deserve every single access to people. Yes. I'm nosy, you know. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I want to know all the tea, but I also believe in having a private life and yes. people respecting my privacy. So let's do the same for others. And then. What pissed me off was like, everyone was like, you have to be kind to people. You don't know what people are going through. And then right like the next day, you want to talk about LeBron's hairline. You want to talk about this person. You want to talk about that person. What they call it, duality. 
<laughs> Duality. Sure. Like, oh, I can work in a corporate job and be a lawyer and, you know, dance the city girls. And like that, that's just like how, that's how social media is. Mm-hmm. Like, legit. Like, they feel like, well, I can, I can joke, joke about people and, and still be a saint. Hmm. Does I mean I don't want to say because I, I I don't know the answer to that shit like yeah. does it make it right? At but the my thing is like others? you can't no. you can't preach love and then secretly be hating. You know what I'm saying? Like it's weird to me. Again, then again, I have to realize that everyone is different, and people, and that's our yeah. that's 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 just our our uh, that's how that's where we stand. Yeah, and that you know what I mean? Yeah. Like social media is so big but so small yes. and the same. So it's like. People do things for likes. People do things for foot traffic to their page. Mm. People literally do things for any and everything. And it's yeah. just like, it's sad. Like, yeah. that's just, that's like, people will literally be on live beating their kids for just for views. What? You know what I mean? Like, you know, just doing stupid shit on live. Like, you know, dis- quote unquote, disciplining their kids for coming home late and like spanking them on camera and doing all types of yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember Facebook used to have a yeah, lot of Yeah, and like it's just that. like, it's strange. Like, it's bad enough you got to beat my, my ass you want to put that shit on your Facebook? Like, what the heck? People are weird. People are weird. People do a lot of stuff just for, for instant gratification. And that's where that dopamine kicks in. Mm. You know what I mean? Dope, that dopamine, like they say, like that a shit is a legit drug. a hell of a drug. <laughs> it's addiction. And this is why I choose to share what I share, like when I want, how I want, mm-hmm. and when I feel like it. Because yeah. not everyone deserves that shit. And fact. it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> but speaking of sharing mm. um, and giving people grace to mm. share when they want to share Ooh. and when they're ready to share. There's some energy behind that. Um, <laughs> Meg the Stallion and Tory Lanez. Mm. Um, I don't want to say allegedly because it's, I mean, she said that he shot her. Mm-hmm. Tory, oh, let me say allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, Tory Lanez shot Megan the Stallion in both feet after an altercation mm. and people were the internet is a cruel place like the internet basically tried to tear her a new asshole because she didn't share and when she came out on live she was in the most vulnerable state mm. and she let people know like nah that nigga shot me like that nigga shot and me and post pictures like yes oh. and that's what bothered Elsa knows that is the biggest pet peeve of mine people legit will not believe you until they see it and i always have to bring up because this is the this is the most vivid visual i have in my mind that still shakes me to this day that i didn't need to see was kanika kanika jenkins when they posted the pictures of the girl in the freezer because the internet didn't believe it happened Hmm. like it was just this whole conspiracy behind it that Niggas didn't believe it until they saw it. And it was it was just very gut-wrenching. And the fact that she had to show her wounds and show, like, yeah. the, the actual her getting stitches removed was just like, why? Mm. Why I can't just believe her? Mm. Why can't y'all... I mean, we saw her literally limping out of a car with blood <sighs> literally falling on the ground. Pools of blood. My nigga. Like, what else did what you else need? What else did you need? <laughs> you what know? else did you need? And we saw a video of them the, the, the same evening, like, when they were at Kylie Jenner's house and at the pool. Like, so we know they were together. You know, it's not like he just pulled up on her and just started shooting at her feet. They obviously... We just don't know what happened. We don't know what, what happened, but they obviously were together. Yes. So, they're, like, you can't even say, oh, no, no, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But my whole thing is, like... And this boils down to the conversation of protecting black women, you know? Mm. Believing us. 
Yes, with protection comes believing us, supporting us, mm. de- defending us, and advocating for us. But nine times out of ten, and I'm sorry to say, especially since I'm on Twitter a lot, I don't always see men being the ones who do this. Hmm. It's it's always women. And that's what she said, too. Now that it's you say that. It's always women. She said, she said she, wanted to, she felt like she had to protect him because of all the stuff that was going on with cops. Mm-hmm. For her to even, that's for her whole, to even feel that after she got shot by that nigga, come on. I'm just, oh man, like when I'm on Twitter and like, okay, for example, a girl will post a picture, like let's say she happens to be dark skin, full lips, you know, the full lips, whatever, brown mm-hmm. skin. Mm-hmm. And then let's say she has a wig and let's, let's just say it's lifting a little bit and everybody in the comments like, oh, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, but it's the wig for me, though. Like, it's, it's, the, it's the closure. It's for the closure me. for me, though. It's the hairline. <laughs> and it's like, bro, out of all the things you decided to oh comment on, God. it was that. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. in the midst of peace and love and, and joy, it's always that one little bad mind that's always going to say something negative. And it's always, it's not always women, but it's majority women that I've seen when it comes to social media. When we go on, like, the baller alert. Oh, well, the, yeah, the woman against women. The like, women against women. But when it's about men, you know. They be quick to have they guard up for no men. and and and, yeah. and and exactly and there's the pick me's and all that so that's fine but mm. in regards to t- um Tori and, and Megan like like we said we don't know what happened we don't know what went down mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessary for you to shoot her <laughs> like that's an extreme and then to be really specific of where you're shooting her like what if her foot her got- feet is her money maker. It doesn't like that. Okay, yes, I well her ass and her face and obviously. Her, I mean, you need her the feet lyrics. to twerk and do all types of shit. Like you don't really need your feet to twerk. You can. To, I mean, <laughs> to stand and you see, you need your feet to stand to exactly. Stand, yeah, but she could have been you know paralyzed. The she he mm-hmm. might have hit a nerve, a vein, a capillary, whatever, mm-hmm. and she could have had feet damage and blah blah. I'm just happy that she's okay. He don't care. And what sucks the most is like she doesn't have her like immediate family with her. Mom is dead, dad is dead, mm. grandma is dead, and it's just like she's literally out here by, by herself. herself. And that's and, what she said. And and exactly that's what she said. Like and her and trusting these type of people around her, not knowing that they eventually would harm her, that's really fucked up. Like I don't like that. Black men need to do better. And then also black men in the comments like, oh, what did she do to get shot? Fuck y'all. What are you, what are you what? I can't stand them. What did she do to get shot? Mm. Are you actually dumb? You're dumb. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. Yeah, it's 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 whack. Fuck you and fuck your mother for for, for for not swallowing you, stupid ass girl. That's I how felt, I felt. I felt that. <laughs> that's how I feel about that. Moving along, because how dare nah. you? Nah, I mean, but that's 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 really just what it is, and it's like it's one of those things where you know we see it a lot in mothers protect like like going crazy, you know, protecting their their sons extra hard, like. Because, you know, of whatever reason, um, and not protecting their daughters. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not protecting their daughters as much, from what I I see, like, protecting their daughters as much as they would protect the son. Like, the sons are always, like, that pride and joy. Mm. I feel like culturally all around, (laughs) oh, I need a son. I need a this. Mm. I need a that. Oh, I need someone to, and it's just like, protect your daughters. They, they matter. <laughs> like, dead ass. Daughters matter too. Sorry, not sorry. But they do. Like, yeah. I feel like it's funny because my mom always says the, the sentiment of like, the first son, like in her culture, the first son is like 
you know, not the pride and joy, but that's like the the, the child, you yeah, know, because yeah. it's a male child, whatever. And then the, all the other siblings are attachments. Mm. It's 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 really like I, the other day she said that she was talking to somebody and I was like that's a weird thing to say like you're not an attachment like my grandmother did not have eight attachments like <laughs> that's a Can lot you imagine <laughs> that's a lot you know an but attachment but like in culturally a lot of people have that mindset like if it's not a man hmm. he, he I mean she is you know she's a child thank God we have her but I think it's Indian culture where like girl childs are like looked at as like gold. Really? I think so. Hmm. That's like the only culture I know that's like that. Because hmm. it's definitely not Asian. Well, there are Asians, but it's not like yeah. East Asian culture. Yeah. They, mm. Because for me, <laughs> to be honest with with people, with y'all, like, God forgive me, but boy, ma- males are not, <laughs> like, when the parents get old. No. Them niggas is not taking care of their parents no, like they, the, the way the girls do. No. Let's, just, let's just keep it a buck. Yeah. Okay? Like, like. For instance, like I'm talking about emotionally, yes. like physically coming to see you, coming to, to see you. like my dad for instance. My my dad is he just turned he just turned <laughs> 60. He don't, I guess he don't, he don't, people don't know, but whatever. He <laughs> like you it is that's young, right? Love right. and um thank God. He is at the age now, but like we we always we always had a, a pretty decent like ish relationship. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for me, the the first daughter, mm. like I talk to him all the time. I'm yeah. the one who FaceTime him. I send him photos of you know of my daughter and stuff like that. Mm. And like I engage him. It, if it wasn't for me, none of no my brother my brother don't got time <laughs> for that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. boy, like men are like on a different a different mindset. line mindset. Yeah. Like once they get married and stuff, they, they it's like their wife and their kids become like their everything. Like they're not looking to check for. I to think see it depends if, on. The, I mean, it depends on the household and the person because I I tend to realize that like some if you're a mama's boy. Then that you will yeah. be on your mom's. I mean, the mom is the parents will probably move in with the daughter before they move in with the son. Okay, yes, I I would agree because you know the wife is like mm, nobody comes yeah. to my house and stuff like that, you know. But like you are right, like daughters will ne- daughters never forget home. Facts never forget home, and like I I've, I've seen that with like my mom and my grandfather, rest in peace. But mm-hmm. like my grandfather called us all the time my mom would call him all the time like they were literally best friends literally until the day he passed like Mm. and i saw like how she constantly cared for him and you know whereas my uncle both my uncles actually is just like papa we'll see you whenever we see you like i see you when i see (laughs) you you know thank you for everything but you know they're living their lives but women and they have my grandparents have um two boys and six girls so Mm. The girls is constantly, like, on their dad, whereas the guys would be, like, on my grandma and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I see that dynamic. You know, especially with daughters and, and fathers, it's 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 usually that kind of situation. Like, that's their first love mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And whereas his mom and dad, mom and son, it's like, that's his first love or whatever. But, I don't know. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah. relate, though. <laughs> can't relate. I can't. Okay, speaking of parents, though, what are your thoughts on... um? immigrant parents and like you know their first gen children and you know them being adults like for example like i still i still live at home you know i'm Mm. I'm about to turn 26 this year and the dynamic 26 this year Mm, i'm getting older oh so you turned 26 this year stop in like two months yeah Mm. 
bitch is getting old. But, um, you know, I, I, live, I still live at home with my mom. And, you know, our dynamic has been a roller coaster, for lack of better words. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, you know, again, on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that, I always see people talking about, like, you know, when you're from an immigrant household, like, even, like, people texting, like, their parents texted them, like, oh, <laughs> you come out, if you come outside the house, don't come back. This house is not your own, your house anymore. Like, they do that little thing because of, you know, I guess they're scared of the mm-hmm. world that's out there. Like, you know, you lived in a household with, like, well, no, partially. Girl, my, my, my mother was more scary than my dad. Mm. My father was way more, he's not, like, typical Nigerian, though. Mm-hmm. So, it was not. Like, I could wear pum-pum shorts mm-hmm. and a tube top, and yeah. my father would be like, all right, let's make sure, you know, you come home and respect yourself, and mm-hmm. that's it. My mom was like, uh-uh, don't wear no pum-pum shorts, and then, mm-hmm. you know, these guys, and then, mm-hmm. but my my mother's is more from a, like, you know, you don't want no one to, like, you don't want to, you don't want to entice nobody, and da-da-da, my father's is more so, like, niggas shouldn't put their hands on you right. regardless, like, mm-hmm. you could be butt-ass naked, you could be wearing a bikini, nobody should touch you, yeah. so... Just respect yourself and that's it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't deal with um the whole like mm-mm. where are you? Come on, da da da. Nah, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe one time, like mm-hmm. I kind of OD'd. Yeah. But it was like two o'clock in the morning, so yeah. I mean, I was I was I was basically taking his kindness for weakness <laughs> because I'm just like yo, he let me come home at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. What's, what's you know two, what's two? What's two? Like what's two? Like, a little extra hour, a little razzle dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know the dynamic. For me, has been very interesting because, like I said, like it's some, somewhat been like a roller coaster. Like, it's funny. My mom and I had a conversation the other day, and we kind of like hashed things out. Right, like we both got to say our piece, and mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily like, finding the resolve, but at least we both know where how we stand and mm-hmm. how we felt about certain things. And I don't know if other Nigerian girls get to have the get to, get to have the opportunity with their parents, depending on their relationship. Mm-hmm. But like, I know that other just black daughters or black kids with their parents it's always like especially if they're immigrant parents like i i feel like they're so fearful of the world that's out there like Mm -hmm. they feel like they're the house is a cocoon where you know they're harmless nothing's gonna happen to their children their whole thing is go to school put your head down get a good job get married have children bad things can happen anywhere and bad things can happen anywhere influence can happen Mm -hmm, anywhere mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff can happen anywhere and it's just like First of all, you came into this country for opportunity or whatever the case may have been. But it's like, you should also entrust that you raise your child to be a certain way or mm-hmm. to quote unquote right way that they're going to be making good decisions while they're out there. You know, mm-hmm. like even if they want to pop a for the, pop a thing on the handstand real quick, that's their business. You know, as long mm-hmm. as they're, <laughs> but no, on a serious note, like not nah, facts, you know, like you should, you should, you should believe that you raise your child quote unquote the right way. And that to the best of your abilities. To, to the best of your abilities, thank you. That there's nothing that there's nothing that that anything that they do is not gonna be bad or a bad reflection on you. Like you could you could go out, right? Mm-hmm. Like your mom should be com- our parents should be confident to know that we can go out, we go to the club and there's coke on the table, and they know for a fact that the kids, the girls that they raise ain't touching that coke. Mm-hmm. This, this That's one, good. It's, it's some of them touching the coke. No, but I'm saying I'm talking about I'm talking about I'm talking about in terms of us. Yeah, like the way they raised us, that like they know, like the influence, like influence ain't that mm-hmm. it's not it's not gonna penetrate your children mm. outside of you know what I mean. Just yeah. know that your kids would be good. Mm. If I see coke and it's like a group of my friends taking coke, I don't. Know. You need a tissue? You're good. Because <laughs> I'm not touching it. I don't like stuff in my eyes. I don't like stuff I, in my nose. I'm good. Facts. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, 
that's all influence from your parents. Like that's what all about they're, like they're the doing. perception, you know, like especially amongst Nigerians. I feel like a lot of Nigerians have this very high key, low key competitive personality mm-hmm. amongst their friend groups. Like because Nigerians are so very much high achievers and you know, we quote unquote do very well in life. Yeah. You know, Family A could be like, oh, we have three kids. One's a doctor, one's a lawyer, one's an architect. Family B could be like, oh, all three of our children are neurosurgeons. Like, And it's just like you always trying to one-up each other. And it's just like, yeah. what is that? For what? You know, I don't... I just feel like it's... It's it's like... It's like... To them, it's like um, lighthearted bragging. It is bragging for sure. Yeah, but it's like lighthearted bragging. It's not competition. Like, it's not a competition. It's just like, it's just them bragging about the Like, I could text Osa tomorrow and be like, yo, Halima done um, memorized her five timetables. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's like a light brag. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's two and she memorized her five her five timetables. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, so it's, it's just, so it's a, just a proud. Pride, yeah, it's just them being proud okay. of their kids. Like, like, my daughter just got a scooter the other day. Like, I'm mad proud of her that she got a scooter. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, that she's learning to ride a scooter. Like, that's a milestone. Yeah. So, for, like, these parents, it's like, my kid graduating from nursing school or graduating getting a BA or whatever. Like, those are just milestones that they feel like. But, you know, but there's some Nigerians who, <laughs> who do it to be, like, to boast, boast and just be yeah. like, well, my kid is better than yours. Like, what is your kid doing? Right, she's exactly. running around with an associate's degree. Like, exactly. oh, she still she still has that little associate's. Yeah. Like, it's you know what I mean? Or but, the ones that don't even have a degree. Ooh, mm. this is worse. Yeah. So I mean, it's levels. Mm. You know, it's levels to it. Mm. It's it's like lighthearted bragging about your kids, and then there's like, calm down on. Calm down. <laughs> like we get it. Like she has ten fucking degrees. <laughs> She's making a million dollars. We get it. Good for her. God bless. Um, I wish her the best. <laughs> speaking of wishing people the best. What's tea, Um, Dating in 2020. Garbage. <laughs> I couldn't. But I hear a lot. That's I know a, you hear a lot. I hear a lot. I do. I really do. And it's very interesting. What do you think the disconnect is, though? I think it's the access. I think it's oh, the access. too many? Tinder, Hinge, uh, all that uh, stuff. You know, you could you could be feeling one type of vibe tonight and go on what's that gay one? I oh grinder um, mm-hmm. and I didn't have that though. Like I didn't have that type of yeah. Access. When you started dating, you did, yeah. we didn't have that in twenty fifteen. That was when that's when I started dating. Like for real, for real. That was when um the app started popping up. The Soul Swipe, mm. the Tinder, like eHarmony and Match and stuff. Like that was already yeah, a thing. Yeah, niggas wasn't paying sixty dollars a month. No, nah. <laughs> you got a free app to swipe left or right. And you can connect with someone and literally hook up mm. if you wanted to that night, you know? And I think because it's literally blossomed into such a huge thing now that people, one, don't take a lot of people seriously because they know that like someone someone can replace you tomorrow. Right. You know, you know what's crazy? Like, I have a lot of friends who are dating and they're... Like they're date, like they're talking about gir- like girls. Like they're mm-hmm. dating for a purpose. Like they're dating mm. to to find a mate to be married. And twenty twenty, it just twenty. It was like twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. Just seems very very difficult because men are really just having fun right now. Like a lot of there's a lot of men. Depending on where you're looking, they're just having fun right now. And it's it's actually really garbage because. A lot of these niggas out here are legit waste men. Like, <laughs> like for real. Like, I'm talking about. I've heard stories of someone meeting 
a catch. Like I'm talking about, he's perfect to the T. To the T on paper, like no kids. Ooh, hard a, to come by. Got these a days. degree. Is in his career. Travels the world. Good credit school. Good cre- <laughs> all of that shit. Got money in the bank. Take you on good dates. Hey. And then three months down the line. You find out this nigga is like engaged or some shit. What? Or like, like this whack shit. Or like he has a, a, a on and off on and off again girlfriend. And the reason why y'all was dating was because they was off. They were off. What? Girl, I've heard it all. This is a super story. <laughs> it's too much. I'm shook. It's too much. You shook me. <laughs> like I like I literally I don't think I could even handle dating in 2020. Because I'm such a savage. Not yeah, a if savage. I, if I met a savage, <laughs> if I met another another savage, I'd be ruined. I'd just be, I'd be. How so? Wouldn't you want to up one up their savagery? No, like that's just too much. Like what you mean? I don't know. Like like for me, like the type of person I am, I would have like six niggas on my roster, okay. like like legit, and then and then one of them happens to be on your type of time. Yeah, and I'd be pissed. Like, oh, because like, they're doing what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, they're doing them. what I'm doing. Oh, and please. I'm just like, oh, damn. <laughs> this is, I don't know. Mm. So, in this 2020, right? Let's say you were single. Mm. What would be your dating preference? Preference? Yeah. No kids. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm, listen, I don't like niggas with kids. Says <laughs> <laughs> someone with a child. <laughs> I, I, let me have the kids. <laughs> I'll work that out. Because men with kids, they don't know how to. Girl. What if they're completely checked out? But I, like, I, if I was dating in 20, 20, 2020, you're I single would, though. Single, like, single, no yeah, kids. No whatever. kids, nothing. Yeah, you got. You can't have no kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you should have some type of passion, hmm. like a legit, like a passion, something outside of your career, like something mm-hmm. that you're passionate about, something that you do. Um, a little funny, like financially stable enough, yeah. you know, uh, enough, a financially stable enough. What age range were you thinking? 30, 35, mm-hmm. 36. Would you do 40? I would do 40 if, you know. Damn, they good. would have kids, though. Not always. Uh, they'd probably be married before, maybe. If they're if they're divorced, no. Or I don't want I don't want any divorcee. Okay. 40 and up, you might you might find a divorced man. That means he was raw dogging her for years. I don't want. And that's so? a lot of. Um, what else? <laughs> Doesn't he know you so far? What that was? What are you saying? Please. <laughs> um, and someone who has their own crib, like I don't Heavy need on that. I don't want you to live in your parents' <laughs> like you know basement. At thirty, thirty-five, or, yeah, you know, in a car. Mm. Oh yeah, and like you know, <laughs> someone who's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really it. Like you know spontaneous dates and mm-hmm. stuff like that that's really what that's it like that's yeah. really what i would want like yeah. i don't want nothing crazy like i wouldn't want nothing crazy like if i was single in in this day and age i would want i'll probably date someone who's 30 and up i'm turning 26 this year like i just need mm-hmm. someone who's just a little bit like older because i feel like even if it's just a little bit of maturity like it's a, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more and when they're a lot older yes. they tend to live life a little bit more um financially stable like you said someone with a job but mm-hmm. then again we're in a pandemic so that's a little uh but nonetheless at least a job he can work from home a job he can work from home or whatever some sort of financial standing um it'll be nice if he owned his own property already that would let me know like okay he, he, he got good, that good mm-hmm. credit finances are in order definitely a car yes a car because de- i used to date someone who had a car and that was lovely mm. 
That was really lovely. Like, he also lived, like, in Long Island, but... Mm. It was nice being picked up, dropped off, you know, stuff like that. Like, that's nice. But, um, what else? What else? I don't know, but I feel like... Fine. Obviously, being attracted to them, being tall, consistent, consistent, like, spontaneous, great sex, orgasms, all that. I mean, those are, like, to me, a given. No, not... Sometimes niggas be having it all, and then (laughs) that be, like, their lack. (sighs) Well, I don't out, like that. Shout out to Babeland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. Speaking of, so if what? you were like dating, right, and you uh-huh. met this like the perfect guy, he met everything on your list. Oh my god! And that one thing he just didn't have was either when it comes to sex, it was either he wasn't good at performing, or he didn't have the size that you're like that you like. Oh my god! Would you also, would you oh give that god. up? Oh my god! Would you give that up? <laughs> Dia is in distress. <laughs> First of all, you can't fix either one of them. I mean, performance. Performance, you, you, you can. probably can. You Size? can teach. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll take underperforming for 200 points. And teach. <laughs> and teach them what and you teach want them. and yeah. like stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like when you do have sex with someone, you kind of have to do that anyway. I mean, do people just be like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, like off the rip? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Really? Some niggas just be knowing, but, you mm. know. I don't know my mind. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> she belongs to the streets. <laughs> okay. Nah, facts though. Like, there's some men who are just blessed, like. Not just, necessarily like as far as endowment. I'm talking about no, like, no, no. I'm talking about blessed with performance. Okay. Like, they just know. Like, what he, to do and you're like, do okay, it. you're the devil. Not the devil, child. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Girl, um, so I have another question for you though. But I ain't tied to no, no, (laughs) what? No, like, I'm not tied to like, you know, how like, like, there are girls who will stay in a relationship because a guy has good dick, good dick, yeah. That's not me. Mm. Mm -mm. Would you stay around though? Like, keep, like, you know, you might, your foot might be out the door, but you know, I got the other foot just, you know, Mm. hey, boo. Mm -mm. (laughs) So you will like go cold turkey, just like completely, bitch, I'm out. (laughs) Like, that's one thing about me, like. I like you know how people are like oh like you know you're spiritually tied to someone with sex and mm. I don't believe like for me I don't believe that so it's just like yeah well maybe because you've always had like the disconnect with it yeah because it's not like, disconnect not, with sex but like disconnect with like emotions and sex. yes like yes like I, for me it's like the, one or the like one or the other like you so know you can't have both I mean you can like mm-hmm. when you're like in a in a committed relationship but like I could untangle myself really quickly <laughs> not the entanglement <laughs> yeah. So, last question about dating, though. Mm-hmm. In 2020 or just moving forward, what advice would you give to people when it comes to dating? Regardless of the year, regardless of the time. Just, like, you're dating, you're in a committed relationship, et cetera, et cetera. Like, what, what advice would you give them? Before? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I've been in my relationship for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm an OG. Right. But... I've been on the street for now. your age group. For my age group, I'm I'm pretty like deep in it. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm gonna give a couple like couple little gems. Mm-hmm. Um, wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Stop roll dogging these niggas because we, you know, you you get you you get caught up in some shit and you have a baby by someone that you. Let's just say that you don't see fit into raising kids with right. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're dealing with someone that 
if especially if you want kids and then mm-hmm. kids happen to happen because it happens, <laughs> that you're okay with raising a child with them. Mm-hmm. What if you guys are together or not, right? Mm-hmm. That's number one because we we we've seen it a lot, like in terms of like baby mama drama, baby daddy drama. Future, <clears throat> you don't want none of that. Excuse me. Um, number two, I think you should really like the person that you're with, like actually like them, even if you guys fight and this and that. Like, you gotta, you gotta like them. That's, that's a big. lot of bitches be out here dating niggas that they don't like. How y'all be dating men for photo ops, and I, I it shows. Um, and two, I mean three. Yo, love yourself. Like, mm-hmm. love, like legit, love yourself first. Because at the end of the day, you're going to have, have all these niggas' babies and all types of shit. And at the end of the day, like, nothing physically changes with them. Mm-hmm. A lot of physical shit happens with you. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself yeah. mentally, physically, spiritually, all of that. Take mm-hmm. care of yourself because men ain't losing no sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And when we are, when we're disheveled, it shows. Mm. Period. We don't know how to hide it. Mm. It shows. So take care of yourself. Be a bad bitch. (laughs) You know? And just love on you. Yeah. Love on you. Because I'm telling you, men see that and they like, you know, they they want women who who love themselves. Yeah. Oh, yes. For sure. And what about you? Because I think of, especially with the the loving yourself, like I think of, have you ever watched 90 Day Fiance? Yes. You know Darcy and how she's like overly emotional about everything and like she's obviously like has very (laughs) And she has, and she has everything. She has everything. But she doesn't love herself. She doesn't. And I, I I strongly believe in you need to love yourself. Um, Don't feel rushed to being in, in a situation because of age, time, and, like, pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, get into something that you genuinely want to be in, you know, yes. with someone that you genuinely like and like and care for and everything like that. Um, also, I always tell all my single friends, date, 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 date around. Don't be like, oh, I like him, I like him, we all went on five dates, now we're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Like... You don't know what else is out there. You don't know who else you'll be compatible with. You don't know what else someone else has to offer for you, you mm-hmm. know? And I get that. You know, you get we all get caught up in, like, liking someone and talking to them. And, you know, the honeymoon stage, them making us feel good, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I strongly believe in dating multiple people, mm. even at once. Like, that's how you really get to know what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. Who you like and who you don't like. And then you can start narrowing down to the final two and the final one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get the, the trophy. And agree. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah, same. And I and I and I will do that over and over if I if it need be. Like I don't I don't str- str- I don't stray away from that mindset. You know, and I I feel like people just get so caught up in like people labeling them as blah blah blah. It's just like who gives a fuck? This is your life. Mm-hmm. And if if you if down the line if you're down the line is being married and having children, you want to ensure that you are with the best possible person mm. that life has to offer for you. You know. Um, I also asked my friend about this, and these are the things that he said. So this is a male male's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so number one, never stay in a relationship because quote unquote I may not get someone as good again. So I should accept accept the bad in this. For mm-hmm. example, people in in their forties and fifties are getting remarried, so they move on too. So can you? There's always someone out there that you could be compatible with. There's like seven billion people in the world. Number mm. two, under no circumstances. 
have a child with a man that you are not married to. Hmm. There, there is no excuse in 2020. Then the last advice that this man is giving us is save yourself the trouble. Vet and look for red flags from the jump. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> look from red. Ooh. I didn't even. How did I think about looking for red flags from the jump? Because niggas do show red flags from the jump. And that's the thing is like, what, what do you consider a red flag? Wanting someone that wants you. Like, men mm. show you that they don't like you. Like, oh, yes. The, oh, I, I don't, I'm not ready to be in a relationship right Not now. even that. Like, guys will really just, like, they'll show you your ass. Like, they'll show you their ass. Like, always unavailable for you. Mm. Only available when they want sex. Mm-hmm. Um, not courting you. Yeah. Mad shit. Like, and those are all red flags. Yeah. Like, I don't I, understand. I agree with that. Especially, like, I'm someone who enjoys conversations and like if I can't have a good conversation with you like in real life on mm-hmm. the phone FaceTime whatever like that's it like there's nothing for us to talk about like you said mm. like when they only hit you up when they only want sex like yeah I can keep that mm. you know Girl. like sex is great don't get me wrong but like if we're trying to build and and live a life together like you need more than sex mm. you need more than sex you need substance you need yeah cause sex would just tie you entangle you in <laughs> wrap you up like a ting yeah <laughs> but no you need more than that and like I, people people and these are things that like also i feel like parents don't give dating advice either nope. like it's always oh do but we, they don't also be showing you good example like a lot of parents don't even show good examples but of what they should, should also be, at least tell you like these are things that you should look out for mm. you know like in my experience blah 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 I wouldn't want you to experience that either. So, especially, excuse me, especially men, fathers, you need to tell your daughters what a good man looks like. Mm-hmm. Show them. Show them, but also tell them. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I always, I like, this This is what I, ugh. sometimes I probably need to fall back a little bit and let, like, you know, him parent or whatever, mm-hmm. how you parent. But I, what, if he yell, like, say he, like, gets frustrated and yells at her, I'll be having to tell him, like, yo, like, chill because you don't want no nigga talking to our daughter like that and her thinking that shit is okay yeah so it's like i can do it like i'm a you know i'm a i'm i'm i look like her i'm a woman yeah even i try not to but like from but a moms man tend to be more disciplinary yeah so. but for um, like a man it's it's a it's a little more it's, it's a little more touch and go mm-hmm. so it's like you just have to kind of like filter the way like you just have to show them like show show them the ways of how like you know grease their scalp like mm-hmm. hold their hand do all t- like do things like you know fix their plate all types mm-hmm. of stuff like just to show them that yo look this is what a gentleman is supposed to do for you right? yeah that's that's a good point. That's, that's a very that's very good point. But mm, speaking still of dating, <laughs> last oh. question about this t- kind of ties in with like parenting and stuff like that. What's up? Would you date someone that your parents did not approve of? Yeah. Why? Because I feel like it, and because sometimes parents they you know they they use the you know I have more years of experience than you and da 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 and like there's been many situations where parents give bad advice Hmm. point blank period like parents give bad advice like for instance there's like nigerians right Mm -hmm. 
they'll judge a, a, a their daughter's boyfriend because his jeans were a little saggy. Oh, he got to be a thug. He must be a thug. First of all, don't come to my house with some fucking. I know. Are you dumb? <laughs> like, come on. But you, you want to make well, your well, best well, no, I'm impression. Saying, well, not even they. Not even we met them. If he look, look, they saw him at BJ's with some basketball shorts. And oh, he, you know what I mean? Like be the worst. You're like. Guess what I just saw? He's a thug <laughs> and he's wearing a do rag and like oh it's over. it's over. So it's like y'all be having people are like they give like these anyway this visual perception of like what a person is and it's like wait this person's like an entire doctor mm-hmm. who like comes from a great family right. and you, they don't want to hear that they don't mm-hmm. want to see that but I mean like for me it's like yo you dating this person you know more than them like you know more of the ins and outs right. you are the one intimately getting to know them your right. parents are not mm-hmm. so at the end of the day they not sleeping with him at night mm-hmm. they not dealing with him you know what I mean yeah. so it's just I don't know I, but what about the like perception of like you know Besides, like, oh, I have more years of wisdom, but, like, because I've seen people say, like, you know, my parents warned me about this guy, or my parents warned me about this woman, and they eventually were right, because I was so caught up and clouded by, like, what I was in, the situation about the love, and, like, he mm. made me feel good, he treated me well, she treated me well, blah, 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 but in the long run, it, it ended up not working. I mean, for some, sometimes I feel like that could just be by chance, Mm -hmm. you know, like some relationships just don't work. You know what I mean? Like your parent telling you that, like, you know, like sometimes you just have to let your, your child fall and scrape Mm -hmm. their knee for them to learn their, their, (laughs) learn, learn by, learn, learn by the the mistakes and things that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't save your kids from everything. Like Mm -hmm. the only, the only person that can protect your children, honestly, is God. And you just have to pray that. Yo, like they make the right decisions, and that the person that they're with treats them right, even if you don't like them for whatever reason. Yeah. Like you, sometimes you even have to ask them, "Why don't you like them?" Like, <laughs> tell me why. Yeah, because I don't know. <laughs> they drive a fast car. What? They're from the projects. <laughs> Yo, like you, you know, like no real, real shit. <laughs> but I can understand that part. <laughs> There's mad people we know from the projects Do who we? are not, who are not, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, no, I'm being funny, y'all. Don't mind me. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, I don't mind people from the projects. Yeah. And they're perfectly fine. Shout out to the, the peas. <laughs> the projects raise, they, listen, they they come out with some, some dope people. Jay-Z mm-hmm. and a lot of people that I know who are now accountants and, like, teachers. And mm-hmm. they are not their environments. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's one thing Nigerians have to get out of it. Oh, my God. Because... <sighs> <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation but moving on yeah. <laughs> last question in regards to dating though um would you because again i was i've been watching a lot of 90 day fiance mm-hmm. and like i always think to myself like osa can you do a long distance relationship and i've come to the conclusion that's a heavy no yeah it's an it's a, it's a, it's a easy no for me like if you live in like dc or like some mm-hmm. you know upstate new york cool you know we can make that work like you're easily accessible but when you're like states away oceans away like you're on the whole side of the world like that's i don't know how people do it like, like i'm not dating no nigga that live in china but people do that shit that's the one they like literally 90 fiance like 90 day fiance is literally about that like people from virginia dating someone from like manila i can never philippines or whatever i can never it's a whole time difference i need access word i need to be able to pull up yeah i need to be yeah like if you live in dc like at least like a two and a half three hour yeah 30 minute plane ride. ride yeah like 
if you you know if you just want to that's just it's just too much of a it's just too much of a financial liability mm. getting visas is that the only thing and, well let's say you're you're both of you guys are stateside and one lives Colorado one lives in Miami that's fine I could I could probably I can possibly maybe for like we would have to have a plan of mm. where we're mm. going like legit we would have to have like okay you're gonna come here three times and then I'm gonna come there three times and then you're gonna like it has to it just has to make sense mm. yeah but if but mm. what if like let's oh say, sorry and we have to know when we're gonna finally move that's that's to my to question right so what if both of you are in fields or careers that have to technically keep you at that place for that time being let's say mm. you get married right you guys have made the decision you want to get married, you want to blah, blah, blah. You do get married, and then, but mm-hmm. for the time being, you still have to stay in those places because, you know, you're excelling in your career. And let's say, until you get a, um, mm-hmm. not a, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? Right. Not a raise, not a bonus. What's it called when you elevate to the next level? Not a, uh, promotion? A promotion, thank you. Jesus, that was so hard to find. Let's say you get, until you both get a promotion to, like, where you do have the liberty to, like, okay, I'm going to relocate now. But at the time, be, like, for example, let's say you're in the military, Mm. right i had mm-hmm. a friend who her boyfriend was working in like one of them flyover states iowa utah whatever mm-hmm. and he was in the military and obviously he couldn't move mm-hmm. until it was time for him to then move and then they like she did what she had to do over here mm-hmm. and then they eventually moved it was years later you know but they made it work they did they did sometimes you just you just gotta take Sarah l's for the bigger picture mm. like if you see like if you if it's early in the relationship it's like uh mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah. But like, if you guys are like deep in it, like yeah. one of us might just have to take the L. That's that's like the, that's the that's the only whack part about being in relationships. Like someone's always gonna take the L. Right. It's either it's gonna nine times out of ten it's the woman. But um, <laughs> <Is it> no? <laughs> no, yeah, it is. Like we we just un, like unfortunately we we I don't want to say we don't value a lot of women do, but a lot of women will give up everything to to be with their partners and i feel like it's because there is a lack of men available who i well it depends on what they're giving up you know like if they're giving up because they're giving up stuff because like let's say he is a provider let's say he will he is giving you that assurance that you will quote unquote be taken care of and everything will be okay but you just won't have to work anymore meanwhile you love your career you love your career path but it's like I want to be with this person, you know, and, yeah. and I understand that you you are right. We do have to give up a lot of stuff, you know, but it's, but it's like, like you have to give it up. You know what I mean? You but, gotta give, but up you gotta give it up. You gotta give up the fly apartment that you have. You gotta, you know what I mean? Like to 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 be with your partner, hmm. like oh, that was a mosquito. But mm-hmm. yeah, like some men do it. Hmm. Some men prefer not to. Mm-hmm. They prefer not to drop everything to go m- move with with the love of their lives. Weird. Oh, girl. Interesting. Sure. I need to, we need some men to soundboard on this because has any man given up anything for the love Let me of tell you, life? if I, I could ask Abdul now, like that nigga would not drop and quit his job to go meet me in another state. Absolutely not. What if there are opportunities for him out there? Absolutely, absolutely not. Dang. Men are a lot of men are really just content. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're content with their jobs, with the money that they're making. They feel like it's an inconvenience, depending on the job that they do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they feel like it's an in- inconvenience to start over. The whole interviewing process is a lot. And it's just like, ugh. Yeah. 
But I do think that from my perspective, I feel like a lot of men do want more. Like, like to me, like when I think of like a man who's like, you know, some sort of a provider, like mm-hmm. they tend to want more because, you know, with money comes access, comes like, you know, the bad bitches, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like men, oh, their mindset is like, oh, I got to make more money so I can, you know, get to fuck all the bad bitches, like stuff like that. And it's just like, I feel like a lot of them carry that mindset throughout mm-hmm. their life. Yeah, you could be content to a certain degree, mm-hmm. but all in all, like, they still want more, mm. especially money. They want more women, more money, more mm-hmm. fly shit, cars, houses, sneakers, all that shit. Yeah. You know? And I feel like women are willing to sacrifice for a little bit yeah. for the time being or for however long until they get what they desire. Or sometimes they don't even get that. Yeah. Life comes at you fast. My phone just died, but yeah. <laughs> um, What's the next one? Girl... Oh, support from friends and family. Do we really need it? Osa has an active <laughs> business, so I'm going to give her that question. Well, Do you feel like you really need the support from your friends and your family? I didn't start my business for my friends or my family. I'll just start it, I'll just start it off with that. And to every friend and to every family member who has supported me, I am extremely grateful. I, I feel like I never stop saying that because I'm grateful for that. Like... When a stranger supports, I'm grateful. From when people I know support, I'm grateful because all in all, like this is a business that I'm running, and just being able to make a sale is a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's money coming into my pocket, coming into the business, etc. But that's a big deal to me. Now, am I so caught up on like my friends and family don't support me? Blah, 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 woo, woo, boo, boo, boo. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I love that. I'm not. And, and I had to... And I think we had this conversation, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. When I think you were talking about, like, you know, being supportive with your makeup and stuff like that. And I was just like, support comes in different forms, you know? Yeah. And um, it may not be in the way that you want or you expect it to come. But it comes in different ways. Sometimes it doesn't even come at all. But that's fine, you know? You didn't go to beauty school because you wanted to just beat your friends' faces all day, Facts. every day. You wanted to make money. You yeah. wanted to have a certain clientele. You wanted to do certain projects mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, and things and create certain looks because that's something that you are passionate about. This this is like a career of your, of your, mind, of your choice. It's mm-hmm. a dream of yours. It's a passion of yours. And I, I really want and I implore every single person to really have this mindset, business or not. Don't do things because of a, you want people to, to, have, to be clapping for you for everything that you accomplish. Yes. Don't buy a house because you want people to, oh my God, that's Mm. amazing. Don't get a degree because you, I mean, get a degree because you want to do it and you want, you want to, you know, get that education or skill or trade. Do it for yourself. Do Mm -hmm. it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And once you get past that, I promise you, a lot of these things will not affect you. I see a lot of people complaining. Oh, I just started my business. My friends don't support me. My family members don't support me. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Hello. <laughs> Last time I checked, mm-hmm. on the LLC, on the trademark, it says your name. It don't say family. It don't say friends. Yes. Yeah, your friends, Some and, and it's funny, because some friends will support you when you start hitting certain accolades, when you start mm-hmm. getting some mm-hmm. certain limelight. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. At, at the end of the day, the you grat- the over the overwhelming of the shares from the friends. Right. The, yeah. But at the end of the day, the gratification... It's supposed to come from you when you make a sale, when you get a new client, when you get a new contract. 
you are the mm-hmm. one getting that. You are the one getting those blessings. Don't let what other people think and feel about you affect the way you move and motivate your life. Look at Chadwick freaking Bozeman that just died. Rest in peace. He lived his life. Imagine if he had came out and told the whole world that he had cancer. Oh, you shouldn't be acting. You have cancer. You're delicate. You're, you know, hmm. he didn't let that affect him. He said, I'm going to get this work done and I'm going to do it well. Yes. So please, ladies and gentlemen, do not let social media fool you. Social media is a highlight reel. I'm going to say this forever and ever and yes, ever. Yes, with a couple you of only, filters. You only see the best of people. You only see the best of their lives. They're mm. not showing you being up at four o'clock in the morning doing what you got to do. Mm. <laughs> you know, they show you with their nice outfits and, you know, yes, all yes, that stuff. When, yes. they, when they unbox their beautiful items mm. and they buy their nice cars and they go on these l- lavish and luxurious vacations. But don't forget that real life is happening and mm. focus on what you need to focus on. Friends and family, if they're going to support, it will come. It won't come, whatever. Hmm. But at the end of the day, remember why you started the business. Mm. Are you providing a solution? Are you providing a service? Are you providing products mm. and goods? Focus on the, on the vision. Focus on your commitment to what you're doing with your business. Focus on your business. Mm. And, I tr- and I promise you... People you don't even know where they're from. Mm. I, yo, I be getting orders from freaking Hawaii, from Dakota. I don't know who these people are. And I'm like, mm. yo, this is wild. This is crazy. It's a blessing. And, and once you let that mindset, mm-hmm. you don't keep that mindset anymore, you're good. You're good. I think Sorry. Really, I, I, no, that was enough <laughs> motivation. I feel like that was, that. Yeah. it hit it on the head for me. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. Um, I feel like I had that mindset years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, where I felt like I needed the support from friends, mm-hmm. and it's just like my friends are not even gonna really pay me, like yeah. you know. So it's just like, and like they're not, you're not gonna be beating their face. Every yeah, day. exactly. <laughs> like, but you know? yeah, break out of that mindset and listen to Osa. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Period. Period. Real, real life is happening. Live in the moment. Word. Don't let that get you fucked up and caught up in. Stuff. Oh, let me let me tell you about the um. Let me tell you this uh. Speaking of Chadwick Boseman again, and about ch- treating people right, mm-hmm. um, I saw in the shade room one of his cast members from one one of these uh, Sp- the Spike Lee movie that he was he was on, and he had did an interview with um, with a new like I think it was Robin Robbins, and he mm-hmm. was talking about like um, you know you should be mindful of how you treat people and what you like perceive of them, mm-hmm. and he was like how he was on set, and then he was talking to his wife. Who was talking to his wife? Chadwick? The, the guy. Okay. The other guy. The actor. Um, he was from Red Hook Summer, the, the guy from another Spike Lee movie. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in a minute. Yes. Yeah, so good. But yeah. um, he was talking about how his wife was like, oh, like, how is it working with the guy from Black Panther? And he was just like, it's all right. Like, he has all these people, like, you know, whatever. Like, I guess he's getting that Black Panther Things to his head, mm-hmm. and he had like a mas- like he had like a I guess like a, a masseuse there, like someone who was Not there no rubbing his hand, <laughs> all types of stuff. And he said after he found out that he had that he died from cancer, it was basically like a full circle of like, oh my god, like I can't believe that I even fixed my brain to have mm. these thoughts that the not I don't want to say negative, but they were just not they weren't right because of what he was going through mm. and he was just like these people are only there to make him feel better and yeah, to feel good literally and it was it just it, that just really um hit home for me but it's listen if we can leave this this episode 
with something or whatever mm-hmm. is give people the grace and time to feel how they feel mm-hmm. and stop looking for support from people who you know what I mean like yeah. that you know like don't don't beg from support the support will come it will you know it and, will I mean I'm not gonna front like all throughout this business journey I've been like I don't even like there have been moments where I'm like damn like you know it'll be nice but yeah. I also have to be realistic and be like hey what if they can't afford something right now what yeah. if whatever I'm selling they may be allergic to or they just just don't like it or they're, mm-hmm. that's, they're not interested in that and once you have those mindsets it's like not everything is for everyone Hmm. Not everything is for everyone, and it will be okay. It will be okay. You will be okay. Your business will be okay. Your business will flourish. And even if your friends don't buy your stuff, but they tag you, mm-hmm. they at you, they talk about you to fr- like <laughs> that financial part. Listen, facts. Hmm. Like there are people literally going through financial hardships secretly. Yeah, that. Of course they want to support, but like you said, all they can do is share a post. So yeah. it's like, don't take, everything is not about you. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes people take these things so personal yeah. and it's it's just not right. Yeah. Like, I, I, I strongly, girl. strongly believe. Speaking of not being right. What, what, what? Our Instagram daddy of life, oh. the Gucci master, oh my God. the Louis Vuitton don, free him, the, the Maserati, the Maserati, the Maserati master, free him, the Rolls Royce ring of the lots, <laughs> hush, Pope has been caught and handed to the government. I thought they let him out. Did they let Not him? only the government, the what? FBI. United States government. Because he was doing what? Mm. Unemployment fraud. Is this your king? <laughs> is it? No, it's like... No, is it? Two two people that I genuinely love on Instagram or social media has to be Bub Risky. Oh, I love Bub Risky. And Hush Puppy. These are people that are, without a doubt, going to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't care what people have to say. They don't care what people think. They don't care what nothing, none of that. And um, I remember when the news came out, it was during this, you know, lockdown or whatever. Mm-hmm. That he had been taken by the FBI and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> not the FBI. One, one of the CIA. No, FBI. It was the FBI. Okay. It was the FBI. So I'm like, not the FBI. And it, so to me, that's like, there's scamming and then there's FBI. <laughs> you know, like there's levels to this. And obviously. How much? How much? He did a lot. It girl, was, I don't even know. I, I think that the case is still pending. I think he's still like arrested though. Like in I jail. I let him out. But. Um, mm. It's funny because on my way here, I, I took a lift and the the lift driver was like, you know, y'all in Brooklyn, y'all, y'all be scamming and that. I was like, listen, one day for the teeth. I mean, every day for the teeth, mm. one day for the owner. Sorry. Allegedly, he did. He he was busted in 431 million in cyber fraud scam. Yeah. So all of you that be reposting the Louis Vuitton Don, the Gucci, the Gucci guy. The Maserati master? Mm. Is the, this your king? The Birkin Poppy? The Birkin Pop. First of all, he has some nice ass Like, that's the thing. It's just like, his whole thing on social media was like, Pepe Dem, like, mm-hmm. he paying you, he paying them. Mm-hmm. Like, basically saying like, like bragging, basically. Like, being braggadocious about stuff and like, you know, he will buy the newest Rolls Royce and the newest this and da 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 But it's just like, this is also a reminder that Instagram is a highlight reel. Mm. Real life is happening. 
he's wearing all this stuff and driving all these cars. You don't know his source of money. You don't know what he did or how he did what what he did or how he did it to get here. You don't know what he's continuously doing to ensure that he's, you know, paid and everything like that. But let mm. me tell y'all, every day for the thief, one day for the una. Mm. Just gonna say that again. So people can't hear your word. Don't let this don't let this scam and shit get to you, y'all. Like it's it's too And nigga, if you gonna scam, <laughs> I'm not condoning <laughs> scamming by any means. I'm not. I promise you I'm not. But everything don't gotta go on the gram. Right. We do not need to know that you just swiped and banged a fucking Chanel bag. Like and an AP. And an AP like and two Rolexes. Come on. <laughs> and if you gonna have a Birkin or whatever, like make sure your house match. That's not a house match. No. Yeah, you can't buy a house because you're a fucking scammer. Mm. You probably have no credit. What's <laughs> my own? You probably have no credit because you're swiping someone I else's ra- shit. Okay. <laughs> and building their credit, dumbass. Not even. You're fucking it up because, you know, those are probably outstanding balances. And well, it depends on, like, you yeah. know, what you're doing. I don't know how this game should work, but link me if you got a. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just need a piece or something, two. <laughs> something, for, something for sale. Okay. <laughs> what, what fell off the truck? <laughs> nobody, nobody, effing all. <laughs> Nobody effing all. Nah. That was a... It is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, my gosh. I'm weak. Uh Uh-uh. Don't do that. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Yo, that's how everyone be reacting when someone's... Girl, I have not drank water in hours. I'm thirsty. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Oh, my gosh. She looked at me like, if you don't get the out of this house right now... Corona. She ain't got no clue. No, I definitely don't. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank God. <laughs> but guys, yeah, we guys. we're back. We yeah. are back. We are Dang. back. We are back. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe next episode I'll. I'm like you. I'll like get, you want to say something? No, maybe. <laughs> okay. You know. Uh, next episode. Yeah, next episode. We'll, whatever she wants to say. Whatever. She'll say. Whatever. The next episode will be real, raw, candid. Ooh. Yeah. I'm scared. Story time. Story time. Testimony. Testimony. And that's it. That's all I'm going to say. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening to another episode of Just Just Winging It. Bye.